Megillah, Perik Base, Mishnah Base, 2-2, and more on the halachas of reading the Megillah. Kra'a Serugin. If you read the Megillah with, um, like intermittently, with big gaps, like you paused for long pauses between the various sections, so you're reading it in order, just you're taking like breaks, even long breaks, even breaks as long as it takes to read the entire Megillah, so still you'll be Yotzi, as long as you said the whole Megillah from a Megillah um, in sequence. And the truth is, really, technically speaking, even if you talked in the middle, you took a phone call in the middle of your reading of the Megillah, even then would be Yotzi, although that's certainly not appropriate. Um, but as long as you heard every word and or said every word um, in order, you're Yotzi. Um, misnamnem, same goes if a person is kind of dozing off. Misnamnem means a person's half asleep. So that means if you would say his name, he suddenly would respond. He's he's alert and he's reading a Megillah. But but um, he's like, he's only half awake. So if you'd ask him a question that requires any thinking, he would just sort of like, you know, Grunt. He couldn't. He couldn't deal with it too much. So if that's the state in which one's reading the Megillah, then he'd be Yotzi. As for people listening to the Megillah who are misnamnem, that's more complicated because the Shulchan Aruch says um, it's probably safe to assume that he missed some words as he was sort of dozing in and out of you know sleep. Um, so if that would be the case, he would not be Yotzi. But in theory, as long as he heard every word and was attentive enough that like he was you know he was hearing every word and he would hear his name being called, then he would you know I guess if someone inserted some you know, bogus words in the Megillah, he would notice that something's gone wrong, then then, uh, then he's guilty. Um, if a person is riding a Megillah, so that means he's like sort of like copying from an existing Megillah to a new Megillah he's riding, and as he reads from existing Megillah A, he recites the words out loud, so he can like, you know, as he writes them into B, so he'll be guilty, because he, if, assuming in Kivan Libo, uh, if he... I'll take the Bartanur first, if he had intentions to fill the mitzvah. So he reads the first pasuk of the Megillah, then he writes them down, his new Megillah he's creating, but he has a mind, listen, as I'm saying the words of Yibimei and everything else in the Megillah, that will be my recitation of Megillah, then he'll be Yotzi. Uh, that's called Kosva, riding a Megillah. Same goes with Dorsha, is to be, you know, darshing, explicating, explaining the Mishnah. So he reads a pasuk, then he explains it to whomever, and then he keeps on reading. So like I said in the previous line of the Mishnah, if you read it in sequence, in order, saying every word, it doesn't matter that you break it in the middle, even if you say words like Darsha, explaining it, etc. Magia is correcting a Megillah. So here what happens is that he has a newly written Megillah. He wants to check it against an existing Megillah to make sure there are no mistakes. So if, as he reads the Megillah, he reads it out loud, saying the words, and he says them all in sequence, so then he'll be Yolti, again, assuming that what he's reading from is a kosher Megillah, ultimately. But um, if he's correcting the Megillah, which is correct, and he says every word, so then he'll be Yolti, again, im kivan libo, provided that he has intention to be Yolti, his mitzvah of Mekra Megillah, then he'll be Yolti. Vim lav, if he, even if he says every word for writing, darsh, you know, explicating or correcting, but he didn't have kavana to be Yolti, his mitzvah Megillah, he just was reading the Megillah, then Lo Yatsa, he won't be he won't be Yotzi. Now the truth is, there's a machlokus amoraim that exists um, in Rashana here in Brachos, and um, whether a person mitzvah strichos kavana, if you need to have intention to fulfill a mitzvah in order to be Yotzi, or simply if you do it and it turns out you did it, then you're Yotzi, even if you didn't have intention to fulfill the mitzvah. In other words, for argument's sake, you thought tomorrow was Purim, not today. 
you got your dates mixed up, but you read the whole Megillah, let's say, as practice, not intending to fulfill the mitzvah, but you read every word as a practice run. So if you hold mitzvah, strichos, kavana, we'll say, listen, you didn't have intention to fulfill a mitzvah. You did read every word, but you're, but you're not yotzi because you didn't have kavana to, you didn't intend to fulfill a mitzvah. According to mitzvahs ain't strichos, kavana, so that means that even though you didn't intend to fulfill the mitzvah, if it turns out, oh, today is Purim, and you read every word, and you know you did, so then you'll be yotzi. So according to that shot, which the Barthunah doesn't bring here at all, um, but that's what our mission would mean, kivan libo, having, directing your heart, directing your mind, kivan libo, directing your mind, of our Mishnah would be that you put your mind to it to make sure you said every word correctly. Because you can't just assume that if, if you're like sort of saying the words um, nonchalantly as you're correcting or writing a Megillah, that you were careful and precise to say every word as it should be said. But if you were... And you thought tomorrow was Purim, and it turns out that actually it's today. So according to the Shita, that mitzvahs don't need kavana, since you had careful intention, at least kivan libo, you intended, and put your mind to it to say every word precisely, then you would be yotzi. The Mishnah continues with a new paragraph, so to speak. Haisek suva besam. If the Megillah were written not with the black ink we know and love from our Sifrei Torah called Dio, which is what it's required to be, but rather with some other kind of ink. Um, some, according to Rashi, is orpiment, that's like a, a, a yellow stone made from arsenic that they powder down, they use in Rashi's time. The Bartanura learns, like the Rambam, that it's from a root of a, of a plant, um, but again, to make some sort of ink or dye or stain, so that's not good enough. With a sikra, same goes if you use sikra. Sikra is vermilion. This is like a red ink, and it was used widely. It's it's from cinnabar, which is um, cinnabar is like a mercury sulfide, I think. So it's poisonous. So they stopped using it, but they did for a long time use it. It's like a red ink, and vermilion not acceptable for Megillah either, even though it's permanent. It's not the black ink we need. Uva komus, if you use komus, komus is like gum. It's like a binder, a sticky binder that's used for DO, but it's not the ink itself. It's only an ingredient in the ink that we use. Um, also no good. And same goes for concantum. Concantum uh, is also an ingredient used to make DO, our ink. Uh, it's ferrous sulfate, which is like a green vitriol. Copperus, it's like sort of like a green a green, a green, I'll call it a green ink for lack of a better term. Um, it's an ingredient, but not in itself, not acceptable. All those cases, you wouldn't be OT. Same goes if you wrote the Megillah, even with Dio, the proper blank ink, but you wrote it al haniyar. you wrote it on papyrus. Modern Hebrew niyar means paper, of course. They'd have paper as we know it today. Back in those days, they used papyrus, rolled out kind of like reed grasses. Um, so that's no good. It has to be on a cloth, on parchment. Niyar is not cloth. Or, Vala diftera, if you wrote it on diftera, so you used proper, even if you used proper ink, but you wrote it on, and it's from an animal hide, but diftera hasn't been fully cured. So it's it's almost parchment that's fit for writing on for long-term use. Um, it's been salted, etc., but it hasn't had the finishing touches. It's not yet going to hold the ink um, for a long time as it ought to. That's not okay. Lo yatsa, in all those cases, you won't be yotzi. You won't be yotzi until ad shetehei ksuva ashuris. Not yotzi until it's written with proper Ashuris characters, that means the font, the font we know to be like the, the font, if you will, of the Torah, those block letters, Hebrew block letters, Al-Hasefer, um, in a scroll, meaning a parchment scroll, Uvidio, and um, with the black ink we know that we use for Sefer Torah. The Sefer, in truth, could be written either with, 
with cloth, which is like a parchment, or gvil. It's like another kind of writing material, also about like the other underlayer of the animal hide, but it's certainly an animal hide. As far as the Ashuras goes, the the characters have to be I'll call them those Hebrew letters from the, from you know from the font of the Torah that we know. So there's an interesting machlokus if in the previous missions I mentioned before, if you write your Sefer Torah in Laaz in a foreign language, or it's in English. Excuse me, I said Sefer Torah. I meant Megillah. If you write your Megillah in English, do you have to use Hebrew characters, as the Mishnah seems to imply, or can you, in such a scenario, use the Latin characters, the English letters as we know them? That's actually interesting machlokus. Um, see Tosa Yomta for more on that. Um, again, it's hard to say what halacha lamaisa is because I've never heard of lamaisa anybody writing a Megillah in anything other than Hebrew um, itself.